This is America on Par, a powerful punch of political punditry in a pithy podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Well, last fall, I was working on a local campaign in Louisiana, and we ran up against a boatload of outside money. We got outspent 11 to 1, and almost all of that money came from New York billionaire Michael Bloomberg. Okay, this is a race for a school district in Louisiana paid for by Michael Bloomberg out of New York. Now, I know why Bloomberg was spending a couple hundred thousand dollars on a local race in Louisiana. He was trying to save one of his pet projects, Common Core. I think he's dead wrong on the issue, but I could at least understand his rationale. What I couldn't figure out was why, at the same time, billionaire George Soros would dump nearly a million dollars into the district attorney's race in Caddo Parish. Now, for those of you who live outside Louisiana, a parish is the same thing as a county. Why don't they just call them counties? I don't know. Blame the French. Why would billionaire George Soros care enough about the district attorney's race in one parish in northwest Louisiana, which is not even the famous part of Louisiana, northwest, not southeast? Why would he give $916,000 to buy that election? Is he planning on getting a lot of speeding tickets along I-20? Probably not. So what's the big idea? I watched a video from Pastor Andy Stanley over the weekend. He runs a church out of Atlanta. He's a great speaker. Just love listening to him talk. He said something that I think is true and also very thought-provoking. He said, everyone's actions seem perfectly reasonable to them. What you do makes sense to you. What I do makes sense to me. So whatever it is that George Soros is doing makes sense to him. Putting almost a million dollars into a DA race in a parish he's never been to and probably never will go to makes sense to Soros in some way. And see, that's disturbing, isn't it? It means that this is part of a bigger idea for Soros. And turns out there's evidence to say, yeah, it is part of a bigger idea. Here it is. George Soros... This, this is the big idea here. I want, you, I want you to get this. George Soros is buying district attorneys all across the United States. Not just Cano Parish. He wants them all over. He spent a million in Caddo Parish not because he cares particularly about Caddo, but because Caddo is just one more DA that will be in his pocket and beholden to his campaign donations for re-election, just one more. All right, where's my evidence for that? On January 26th of this year, the Houston Chronicle reported that Soros gave $160,000 to a Democrat candidate in the Harris County District Attorney's race. That's just for the primary. The Chronicle said they expect Soros to put a lot more money into the main race coming up this fall. An article out of the Clarion Ledger from October of last year reports Soros paid $400,000 for DA races in Mississippi in 2015. In Cook County, Illinois, home of Chicago, Soros has put $600,000 in to support a Democrat running for DA 
according to the website, thechicagoist.com. That's $2 million into DA races in four different states within just the last calendar year. I think it would be foolish to think there wouldn't be more. All right, so the question remains, why? Why is he trying to buy up DAs across the country? I have three answers for this. The first is because he can. It works. Soros has the financial power to overwhelm any local money in any district attorney race for any county in the country. If he's smart about his targets, he can simply buy votes with false advertising and paid busing to the polls. Big money has become less efficient in the big races this year. The national, you think about it, all the money that's been thrown after Trump, it hasn't really worked. Jeb Bush had a lot of money. It didn't work. The big money in the big races isn't working, but it still works in smaller races. They can still be influenced by cash, and they cost less for Soros to win than, say, supporting Hillary for president. I think the second reason is about prosecuting black-on-black violence. Soros isn't just buying Democrat DAs. He's buying black Democrat DAs. All of the DAs that he's paid for are black and Democrat. He's been the biggest supporter of the Black Lives Matter movement. He pays for that. And by the way, the Black Lives Matter movement has actually led to the deaths of more black Americans than it has saved lives of black Americans. But why let facts get in the way of feelings? Black Lives Matter has increased black-on-black violence and vandalism in St. Louis and in Baltimore already. Look for Black Lives Matter to try and get more involved in those areas where Soros has purchased black Democrat DAs. Finally, I think Soros is buying these local but powerful positions in an effort to punish his enemies. The president has set the standard that punishing one's political enemies using the power of the state as a weapon is perfectly acceptable. He said so during a Spanish-language interview in 2012. He demonstrated the Obama doctrine, as I like to call it, and the use of the IRS and Labor Department to attack conservative nonprofits starting in 2010 and continuing through today. And yes, it continues through today. So Soros is simply following Obama's example here. He's purchasing DAs in an attempt to punish his political enemies using the power of the state. This, by the way, is already going on. Think of the businesses that have been criminally prosecuted for not supporting the practice of gay marriage. Those small mom-and-pop shops can't afford to fight the power of the state in court. It costs too much money to mount a defense without outside help. The state has virtually unlimited resources to wage these thought police lawsuits by comparison. And it's not just about gay marriage. Remember my podcast on criminalizing climate part two just a week and a half ago. At the time, there were 12 state attorneys general who got up with Al Gore and announced they would find, quote, creative ways to use the law to go after people and corporations who disagreed with their views on global warming. Well, now that cabal is up to 20 state attorneys general. It's much, much easier to do cowardly and evil things in groups, apparently. 
Well, now they are starting to show us just how creative this thought policing can be. The AG for the U.S. Virgin Islands has subpoenaed the donors list for a group called the Competitive Enterprise Institute. CEI is a conservative think tank, and they disagree with the AG and, and Al Gore on climate change. Well, the AG is going after them and their donors because of their thoughts, because of their beliefs. Note, CEI hasn't actually been accused of committing any crime other than free speech. But apparently, because they disagree with the AG over climate change, the AG is creatively using his power to punish his political enemies. He doesn't ever even have to bring charges against CEI to punish them, by the way. Just the threat of charges and investigations and the costs associated with having to defend their innocence and constitutional protections could be enough to destroy CEI. This is going to continue. There will be more abuses of prosecutorial power. The 20 state attorneys general have sworn to it. And of course, they also swore to uphold the Constitution, including the Bill of Rights, which contains the First Amendment guaranteeing your right to freedom of speech. But I think these AGs will actually keep their more nefarious promise. I believe Soros is buying Democrat DAs to go after political opponents on a county basis, the same way Democrat attorneys general are abusing their power to punish political opponents on a state level. So what can we do about this? Because we know for damn sure our USAG Democrat, Loretta Lynch, isn't going to bring charges for prosecutorial abuse against her friends. What defense do we, the people, have against the thought police who are now beginning to grab more and more power over the things you think and say? Well, as an editorial in USA Today points out, it lies in U.S. Civil Code 42, Chapter 21, Subchapter 1. If two or more persons conspire to prevent by force, intimidation, or threat, depriving any citizen the ability to exercise any right guaranteed to all citizens, then the victim party may be entitled to damages. Essentially, we're going to have to sue in court and win. George Soros will stop buying DAs when his candidates lose either at the ballot box or in civil court for abuses of power. The problem is that until those things happen, abuses of power will happen, and the climate-crusading attorneys general are just the start. Thanks for listening. If you like these podcasts, please share them with your friends on Facebook and Twitter. If you'd like to leave a comment, you can always do so on my website, americaonpar.com. I'm Stephen Parr. And I can still see old glory flying over me. In the first light of the moon.